This episode of the Fastest Known Podcast is brought to you by Chasky Endurance Collective. Chasky is an online coaching business, and you can find them at chasky.run. Here's what makes them different. They've handpicked elite athletes who have multiple coaching certifications and then provided them with months of coaching training. There are some big-name athletes on their coaching roster, many of whom have been featured on FastestKnownTime.com, like Corey Waltering, Devin Yanko, and Mike Wardian, just to name a few. They have over 20 coaches on the staff. The best attribute is their community approach. They've harnessed the power of working together by sharing knowledge and experience and then fostering connection with the athletes. The group has brought the power of the running community onto a digital platform. Plus, they do a lot more than just one-on-one online coaching. They've got a weekly runner strength and yoga series happening now. They've had a handful of big events like the treadmill record race last year, and they're even planning some retreats and trips later in 2021. They've got a special offer for fastest known podcast listeners where you can get a free month of coaching when you sign up for any of their programs and mention this podcast. Just check them out at chasky.run. That's C-H-A-S-K-I dot R-U-N. And learn more about this unique coaching experience. Hi, guys, and welcome to the Fastest Known Podcast. Today's we have a special edition um, because Valentine's Day is approaching, so we have to do a special Valentine's Day edition. And who better to interview than a power couple of Brittany Peterson and Cody Lind? So thanks so much for being on the podcast today, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. <laughs> do you guys think this is corny or do you think this is like an, an applicable uh, <laughs> topic to chat about in the world of trail running? <laughs> I think it's perfect right now. A, yeah. A good topic and perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I met you guys, uh, you know, racing around the world. So, I mean, we'll put in, you guys can look in the show notes. So, Brittany and Cody both have an incredible running pedigree. Um, Brittany, I think you were most notably, I mean, this is among many of your accomplishments, if you look at the show notes, um, but your incredible race at Western States against Claire Gallagher, it was like a complete nail biter at the end. Um, and so, I mean, but that I think is actually more of less of your wheelhouse. Um, you specialize more in technical kind of sky running. That's, I think where I met you racing on the sky running circuit. Yeah, I think, you know, over the last few years, it's really just been a goal to challenge versatility and try, you know, the biggest races throughout the world. So I think it's it's been fun to see success on both sides. And really, I honestly think, and Cody and I talk about this all the time, on just how a foundation of solid technical skill sets um, applies to so many different races. Yeah. And so you guys, you guys host a, uh, like a technical kind of trail running camp together, right? Outside of you're based in Pocatello, Idaho. Yeah, we do. Um, basically it's in the central Idaho mountains, um, a few hours away from here, but yeah, that really focuses on that technical running and especially the downhill aspect. Cause that can go a long ways, I think. Yeah. And, and so Cody, I mean, you have an incredible running pedigree as well. Um, I mean, I met you, you were running for Scott, what it in, and Brittany, you're running for Nike, correct? And so Cody, you're still running for Scott running. Yep. On my eighth year with Scott running. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. And you also excel at the, the technical races, but you've got some leg speed too. I mean, (laughs) 
yeah, I think automatically I just grew up with tons of technical mountain running. Um, mm-hmm. well, I was really intrigued to, and still am intrigued to the like world Skyrunner series and that aspect of running just because it's so much more than running as we all know. <laughs> you got to be good at so many different things, um, as well as having some leg speed. Uh, so right. like Brittany said, yeah, that can transition really well to whether it's a Western States or something in the States, something a little rockier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, um, we say that, and, but it's yeah. only my <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I mean, we all know, like, I mean, I'm thinking of like Trumso, Trumso Sky Race with Brittany, Brittany, you've, you've, you've gotten third at. Mm-hmm. And which it's like, there's an incredibly stacked field though. And that's like, that's an incredibly technical race, but you also have to have some leg speed because the end you have to like, you know, race ladies over the bridge. (laughs) Exactly. When you're really dead. (laughs) Exactly. I know. And you're like used to running on rocks, but, um, so actually I have a question for you guys because I, um, I remember coming to so many races, whether it's like a world sky running race or some like sky running races in the States and Cody, your dad has always been there. So can you talk about that? Because it seems like running is in is in your blood. And um, I mean, he's a running coach. Is he your running coach? Yeah, he's actually not my running coach. I've learned, obviously, a lot of my stuff and my training. I've learned from my dad and have taken that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I remember meeting you for the first time in North Carolina at Quest for the Crest. Right. And I was yeah. at running race, my dad and I. Uh, <laughs> of the travel companion and there to support and... Just, I don't know, it's been really fun all the way for, to Scotland or whether it be Norway and right. Switzerland. He's just been a part of crewing and just supporting along with these adventures. So, and and Brittany, he's not been your running coach. He's just kind of your support system too. Um, No, he actually, I was coached by Paul before I met Cody. So my <laughs> 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 family has kind of come full circle, but I mean, <laughs> We've done so much traveling together, but he has been my coach. But really, it's just kind of, you know, the the three of us feeling like he's my, I always said, like, my Idaho dad. And then, obviously, my boyfriend's dad. So, like, <laughs> family plus business of training and coaching and running. And um, yeah. it all just kind of comes of, like, the mutual love of just exploring new places and challenging ourselves and just being in the mountains, um, which the three of us do a lot together. Oh, that's awesome. And so this is perfect segue. So you want to tell me, let's, let's bud this Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> How did you guys meet? <laughs> let's see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, well, first of all, yeah. Put- Wait, first of all, this is, this is not a test, Cody. Don't worry. <laughs> Imagine this. Yeah. I'm her boyfriend and then my dad is her coach. So yeah, there's a lot of like intertwined. It can be complicated at times. Just, just a fair warning. But anyways, we were I actually met Brittany for the first time at a race actually Moab Red Hot of all things yeah I'm <laughs> okay. that's right that's in February this right this is perfect guys <laughs> and then actually a few months later it she was out doing an adventure with my dad in the Lost River Range which is kind of my backyard and I'm gonna let her kind of tell the story on that on how we kind of met from there because she does a really good job because it was a pretty perfect setup for this you know like I I think I had just Moab was the first official race of Paul being my coach and so it was kind of you know he had always said like come up to the mountains and I'll take you and we'll summon a peak and whatever so I kind of had a long weekend getaway got in the mountains for like the first time really for me 
And it was Paul and I, and we summited at, you know, 10,000 foot peak just in their backyard. And we actually got stormed out. So we had to bail down, like just haphazardly going off the cliff, like get out of the lightning storm that was coming. So we ended up getting out or going down a drainage we hadn't planned for. And I think, I mean, it was, you know, seeing Paul in the mountains and his true home environment, but then having Cody, he was finishing a run with Luke Nelson in Pocatello. So he didn't join us. Um, so, but he came up and basically picked us up out of this drainage. And I just remember having that thought of like, you know, those who are so in tune that Cody anticipated where we would come out. And it obviously was very um, appealing in uh, a mountain man dream guy of <laughs> seeing the two of them and like how like integrated they were as far as like they knew each other so well and like knew the mountains just as well. And then, you know, it was kind of that, like, go ride up to pick up the four-wheeler and, you know, just kind of started from there. <laughs> oh, man, that is that is quite romantic. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe... <laughs> or maybe uh, his dad is the perfect wingman. Who knows? Maybe he, like, orchestrated all of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> Oh, man. No, so this is actually, so I have a lot of questions for you because I think you guys are not the only, obviously, you're not the only couple in the ultra running world. I actually think it's quite common. And I think a lot of people who, you know, they they combine passion with passion, right? They, they love going outside and they love trail running. And then that's kind of their group of friends. And then that's someone who they meet. And then, you know, you can build a relationship off of that. Um, but it certainly has its challenges. Um, I think typically especially when it comes to people who are highly competitive and they're goal driven. Um, this is something I've encountered, you know, many times it's like, okay, like how, how do I balance my goals with, you know, my partner's goals? And is that, you know, is that compatible or not? Um, can you guys speak to that a little bit? Because you both, um, Cody, I'm not sure if you were, if you were sponsored already before you met Brittany and then Brittany, you kind of like got on the scene and then, you know, had like had the rise of your ultra running career. Um, but yeah, can you, can you speak to how like that's played a part in, in your relationship, like the pluses and minuses? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, we're both very competitive and want to compete at a really high level. Um, and then eventually within a year we moved in and we were living together and I was sponsored at the time. Brittany was not. And obviously her goal was to get to that next level and train at a high level. And she was battling some injuries at that time. And I was starting to kind of burst out and travel around the world and have some of these opportunities. So I remember that being a little bit tough for both of us, kind of, I'm, I'm going, I'm at a high level and she's home and not being able to train necessarily because we've had that throughout this, but I think I'm learning and we're both learning um, together and supporting one another. And I'll let her kind of segue into that as well. But um, there's definitely the challenges of training or starting to compare to one another, but uh, whether one of us is training really hard for a race and has some peak runs to do, and one of us just came off a race or is a little banged up. um, It's constantly just balancing that, I think. And, having that relationship and talking about it with one another. 
I think it goes into, you know, just comparison in our sport in general. It's so individualized, but also so, you know, there's so much pressure on, you know, like the quote, do more and that seems to be better. And, you know, and, and actually that's not true. But then when you get, when you're in a relationship and you get to see kind of the intricacies of that person's training and then compare it side by side with yours, which that was something Paul said from the get go to me as Cody and I started dating and, you know, having this relationship, it's like, do not compare to Cody because we're different athletes. Um, and it's so, so I think there are times where it is that hard to not compare. Um, and that's the challenge and just being open with it. And then of course, injuries, like I seem to have overuse injuries and Cody has to deal with that. of like comparing to, he gets to go and train and I am cross training or whatever. Um, but I also think, I mean, on the flip side, like there's so many beautiful things about it with where like, I'm super fortunate in the sense that Cody can do a lot of like my hard workouts with me. Like he's, you know, paced me for a lot of things. He's pushed me on tempo runs and, you know, so when, when that works in his training, it can really help me. And that's something where like, I finally got to kind of repay the favor, not really, but like repay the favor pacing him um, for the last like 15 miles of Bandera, you know, which was super exciting to finally be able to put him in the pain cave and like try, you know, repay the favor. Cause I can't pace him on a tempo run or whatever. Like I'd like to do more like on a bike or something to repay the favor, but it's, it's kind of finding those blends of how to work together, but then also have your individual time. And I think it just ebbs and flows depending on where each of us are in our training cycles. Um, but it can be a really beautiful thing. And then it's just, it's a, it can be a complicated thing that you just have to keep in check. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, gosh, I think about, you know, like just the emotions, the up and ups and downs. I mean, I've had my fair share of injuries and it's, it's so hard. And so the beautiful thing about it is, you know, you could have, you know, confidant in someone who completely gets it. But then I can, I can understand that almost like it's not jealousy, but maybe like it can kind of get in there of just like, cause you, you know, you want to be out doing these things and then like sharing them with the person that you love. And it's like, ah, you know, it can feel almost just like claustrophobic. Are there any of those moments where that's kind of like, um, I don't know, especially if you, if you can train with one another, um, does it ever get to be like too much where you just like kind of need your own, <laughs> your own time? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Brittany, I mean, I'm so inspired by so many workouts and so many of the runs that she does, or she gets my ass in gear on doing some type of exercise, whether it's core or something, because she is so good with kind of the homework where that motivates me as well. Um, But also being out in the mountains, or maybe she's training for like a few years ago, Western States. um, And then I'm going to the big mountains and trying to get some big vert and peak bagging and doing all these really cool mountains that I've never done. And that's something we do together a lot, but if we're training for two separate things, absolutely. Um, but I, I think for me, especially sometimes the best time is to just go, she goes and does her run. I do mine. And we kind of, that's our time to just Mm. (laughs) necessarily be away from each other, but be away and (laughs) feel refreshed. Well, it's really getting a good blend of both, you know, like, doing stuff together or, you know, like I can hold Cody back all day in the mountains where that's not fair to his training. So it's important that we have times together 
you know, but there's time, you know, like I have gotten used to, you know, where he will go up and summit and then come back and catch me and then push me back to the finish, you know, where sometimes that can be annoying, you know, really it's more not looking at it in that comparison light, looking at it in, he has to go and do what he needs to do, push the hiking and be super far ahead of me because I don't want to hold his training back. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that can be, oh, I know that so much. Like, like, stop it. Like, I don't want to go just go ahead you know like sometimes I I think about that like either with like with people that I've dated or um you know just like running friends I'm like ah like okay like you know then it makes you feel you kind of like internalize it it like makes you feel slow and this is actually the hard dynamic with gender because you know Brittany you're at the top of the female end of the sport and Cody you're at the top of the male end of the sport and so that's not the same level like normally you know the people who 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 I um, run with, like if, if I win a race, you know, it's maybe in the top 20 or the top 10 of the men, if it's a really good day, you know, it's like, it's, it's still a pretty high, um, you know, percentage of the men that I'm finishing in, but you know, it's not the, the, you know, I can't train at the level of like, you know, the best men in the sport. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that can have like a influence on the confidence, but I guess, and, and, um, I'm sorry, I forgot the name of your dad, but, um, his, if he's, a if he, he's still your coach and he helps kind of like facilitate that, like the non-comparison. Yeah. I would, I mean, I think, you know, we've been together, what, like almost, I guess four and a half years, pushing five years now where I think Paul kind of stays out of it for the most part (laughs) because he's kind of facilitated that in the beginning. And now it's, you know, it's not new anymore. It's something that Cody and I can work on together, but I mean, I'm sure there's still reminders in there, you know, from Paul, but I think more so like just yesterday, like Cody and I were running, I'm tapering, you know, so kind of in that funk of like, you know, just normal taper, you know, and I feel like I'm breathing hard and everything's falling apart, of course, Um, you know, but, but Cody's running ahead of me and he's like, oh, of course, you never feel good when you're running with me. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're like at the peak of your game. You know, like, and I'm sucking air behind you. And so then he starts running behind me and then I feel great. You know, so so I think we just, you know, maybe that was not the best. I could have been more proactive of, hey, if either you do your thing, if you don't want to run an easy pace for me, or maybe you should have started behind me from the beginning. So I don't feel like I'm chasing you. Um, So I think it's just those continual dialogues of problem solving on the fly. Yeah, it's good. Man, I know I was gonna say like this. It just makes me laugh because I've experienced this like so many times. And, like I commend you both because I have not made it work. <laughs> I, mean, I would take it too personally, but no, it's like it's it's a really good it's a really good thing. And this is something that I wanted to talk to you guys about too, um, because you were on the earlier this year um, the FKT of the year um, nominations list for your FKT on the Superior Hiking Trail and. This is really interesting. It's something I love about Fastest Known Times is that you can do it solo. You can do it supported, unsupported, self-supported, but you can also do it as a team. And since you guys are a built-in team, like we just said that, you know, Brittany, you're at the top of the female side of the sport and Cody, you're at the top of the male side of the sport. So it's kind of a perfect combination. And since you already trained together, um, how is, I mean, I mean, you mentioned this at the beginning of your like meeting Cody. It's like, you know, how you can see that two people are in sync. Um, 
Did you feel like that was one of the main advantages of kind of like being a team and like attempting this team FKT? Yeah, I think so. I mean, so 300 miles, I think the gender gap kind of narrows or goes away, (laughs) you know, which was a beautiful thing for us to be able to, you know, I mean, it was, it was cool being a woman, like being able to get that overall time alongside a man. Um, Right. But I think also like for both of us going into it, we knew, and Paul had these conversations with us, which I think generally it was more so like injury risk is high. And just with my overuse history, you know, I think it was more directed at me, which kind of was funny because Cody had more of the, like the overuse symptoms with knee pain at the end of it. Yeah. They actually held up really well minus other things, but, but I think it was kind of that, that cool thing of you have to have, I mean, your body needs to be in sync for that. And then for that long of a journey, you know, so much can go wrong. And then with two people, so much can go wrong at different times when, you know, Cody could go and I couldn't and then vice versa. Um, Yeah. And so this, so just a little bit of a background on this. I'm not sure if you guys know, but you guys finished kind of 11th in the voting for FKT of the year. So congrats for that. So that's awesome. Um, But yeah, the Superior Hiking Trail, like you said, it's 300, it's 300 miles. You guys beat the overall. So the previous male FKT, you beat that by 18 hours as a team. So like you got the overall, you know, overall time and the female FKT, you beat it by two days. So, um, this is like a super, this is a super strong route, but, um, yeah, if you guys want to like talk about kind of more of those like ins and outs, like what, what made you choose this hiking trail and this length? Cause this is a, this is a pretty long, <laughs> pretty like long, you know, you, both of you haven't done races over, you know, a hundred miles. So, <laughs> Yeah, I think, I mean, it really, so I grew up in Minnesota, like Duluth is where I went to college, where I consider home. Um, And the Superior Hiking Trail starts in actually just outside of my high school hometown in Podunk. You know, it's just outside of Carleton, Minnesota, you know, population 800. So, I mean, these are the trails that I, Jay Cook State Park, like that's where I fell in love with trail running. Mm -hmm and just kind of the adventure of it. And my high school coach did such a phenomenal job of just pushing us to get off the roads and be in the trails. And we'd run up Creek beds and all that stuff, like finding trash and taking it back to the high school, you know? So, so it's just really, those trails are near and dear to my heart. And I had kind of talked, you know, as FKTs became more and more popular over the last like three to four years, it's always been in the back, back of my mind is, you know, like I want to do the whole Superior Hiking Trail because I've done parts of it because, I mean, it's 300 miles. You go up the north shore of Lake Superior. That's where I vacationed as a kid, um, just seeing some of those state parks and being on aspects of the trail, but not linking the whole thing together. And I would I would just laugh because I'm like, no, 300 miles yeah. like together. No, because <laughs> it's something, you know, I've said for years of like, I want to do this someday. And then, but just really like, how are you going to prioritize destroying yourself 300 miles in the middle of a normal competitive season? So it just got pushed to the back burner or is more of a kind of a joke. Like I'm going to do this, but really no intention behind it. And then that's when COVID happened and it's like races fell apart. And, you know, once kind of we got out of the thick of like, you know, is it safe to go back to my hometown and things like that? Like that's when, it was kind of that, like, I'm not traveling overseas. I'm not going to races. No races are happening. I want to see my family more as is safe and appropriate. And so I kind of doubled up as that, like, go see my family. Um, 
and then, you know, knock out this cool running adventure while we're there. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny. I joke. Um, cause I mean, Brittany, I cross train. I, I love riding bikes now. I was just saying how I, I ride bikes all the time, especially with, you know, Buzz Burrell, the, the, you know, the FKT King himself. Um, but I always joke that a way to test a relationship is uh, to get on a tandem bike with uh, your partner yeah. and, <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> like, this is maybe the equivalent. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, aside from, like, the gnarliness, I know, Cody, you you had this quote. Um, so fitness isn't really your limitation. So dealing with the mental side and the conditions and issues that come up at a 300-mile event is key. And this is the most gnarly, rooted, rocky, and gorgeous single track trail I have ever been on. Um, so aside from that, uh, what are some of the cruxes that you guys dealt with, like, emotionally? Yeah, so kind of the ones... If you can share. <laughs> the ones that stick out with me, uh, it, we were super early on. It was mile 70, and around mile 70, we're starting day two, uh, Brittany... The first day was super hot, 90 degrees, 90 plus percent humidity, and we were drained. And Brittany was behind on fluids and was dealing with some hydration issues. I remember starting the day, she opens the van door and just pukes everything that she had in her stomach. And I'm like, holy hell, we got to go on from this? Like starting day two, we're not even 100 miles in. And uh, we had a rough patch for four or five hours. When he um, says we, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> and so that kind of stuck out and then things turned around. And by the end of day two, it, we were just on our game. Um, and then as we were getting about 150 to 200 mile mark, my knee was starting to become, uh, I had some IT band issues and it was starting to become an issue. And that was, I was starting to be in a mental low because of that. Um, and he was, she was just so supportive through all that. And we were getting that figured out. And then I just remember one of the, the key things that sticks with me, we're around 200, 220 miles in and Brittany's just running and crushing it and pulling me along. And I mean, at that time I thought we'd be hiking so much and she's just, I, she's literally dragging me. I'm just like looking at the backs of her shoes and just one step in front of the other. And that's something that really stuck out with me. It's, we just wanted to fall asleep and she was, I was so inspired by that moment, I guess. Well, I think like an interesting part doing something like that with your partner is just, I mean, Cody's real chatty right now, but on the trail, he's not always super chatty, you know? So, so doing that where we didn't really have pacers lined out or anything, it was just the plan was for us to go and do it. And I mean, and that was majority of it, but we are super fortunate that my brother's girlfriend is an, a, you know, an ultra runner um, where we were able to get her out on the trail where she was in, you know, that was the first time we'd actually met her in person. Um, and she was super awesome and a, and a real blessing to us because it was, you know, a, a new relationship where we didn't know a lot about her. So I was just kind of, you know, Cody could just kind of zone off. <laughs> And I just needed to chat, chat, chat because it was like the last thing I wanted to do was think about how, you know, a tenth of a mile was taking like, you know, five minutes or something. <laughs> just how slow we were going towards the end. Right. But I think that was that was maybe the downside of doing it as a couple of like we don't 
we don't need to chat. We know so much about each other that it's hard to have that just carefree chat that like, you know, so many of us runners know that the miles just fly by. I'm putting that in air quotes because they did not fly by. <laughs> uh, it was funny because she, you know, was intimidated to run with these two pro runners. You know, in the beginning, she was just like telling my brother, like, I don't know if I can keep up. And then by the end, she was telling him, yeah, it was fun. I just wish we could run more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see, that's awesome. Because I mean, I think, and like you said, Brittany, at the end, or at the beginning of this is that, um, you know, like distance, like the longer the distance, the more of an equalizer it is, I think, for gender. And that's really cool. Like in, 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 in like the length of this trail that you were able to kind of exchange roles of like who, you know, who could be, who could be stronger um, physically, but also mentally and emotionally. Um, so do you find that, do you think that, and this is maybe a loaded question, but, you know, I'm, I'm asking you guys for, for advice because, uh, you know, you seem to make it work. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it easier or harder to, you know, have a partner that is kind of in the exact same, in the exact same sport uh, as you and profession, I guess, at this, at this point? Yeah, I think, I mean, overall, it's, it's way easier because the motivation and the consistency and someone that supports you and crazy ideas or crazy races or things you want to do and travel. Um, it's really special. And I think having that support from your significant other can be, be tremendous throughout all of it. Uh, yeah, there's major challenges and you're both trying to train and compete at a super high level. And I mean, it just, your whole day kind of revolves around that sometimes and you have to take a step back. And I think we do a good job at not focusing on it all the time, but especially in our peak training, I mean, it is whether from when you wake up and you're eating and you're training, and then maybe you're training again in the evening and getting core and different PT exercises in, it's a full time 100% yeah. all in with both of us. And, but I'm so fortunate to have, I guess, the support and constant support, support from Brittany. Well, and I think, I mean, we all know like ultra running can be such a selfish sport where you really have to focus that time on yourself and, and look at just all of the things that go into it. But it, you know, I, th- I think with Cody and I, at least like there are selfish aspects to it, but we can merge it also to where it's not taking away from our relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's a challenging thing. If you don't have someone, you know, I mean, if, if there's that in inequ- like, unequal time or I guess spent in your sport or unequal time spent cleaning the house at home going grocery those things I think I think it's finding that balance where we each get what we need but we're accommodating to one another and then how can we bridge that and and do things that support each other at the same time so we're still getting that quality time in together and doing stuff that we enjoy Um, while still getting our our training needs in Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's awesome and I think so I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of um the professional side because have you helped inspire one another to kind of bridge the gap between just I think you know runners have a hard time um you know, it's hard to live just off of like a performance-based, um, you know, salary or bonuses or anything like this. So, you know, have have your has your relationship helped you kind of bridge that gap and to kind of create something um, as a team? Like, I'm specifically talking to the you know the technical running camp that you guys teach. Um, it's easier to attack that as a team, and I think that's a really cool thing that you would offer 
um, you know, running camps are getting to be more popular, but it's a way that you can kind of, you know, have some sort of an income, even if it's not surrounded by racing. Yeah. I mean, and I, I still work full time as an OT instructor, um, which I kind of joke, you know, it's like part time. I'm a, I'm a part time, full time athlete because I get summers off, you know, which yeah. a school schedule in a university is super accommodating, which helps. But it's something that we've talked a lot about of, you know, we have something special and Cody coaches full time. You know, I do a little coaching on the side. And just thinking about the future of like, we have these camps and we're working on expanding our camps and, and just looking at the opportunities that we have there, because I mean, I felt like when we did our camp a couple summers ago, um, you know, it was that same joy of like what I feel when I'm teaching, you know, it's like I'm teaching, but I'm teaching my other passion, which is it a bigger passion? I, I don't know, you know, but <laughs> In some regards, yes, like it's my leisure. It's something I choose to do with any mm-hmm. time I have. And, and it blends into that professional side too. But, but I, think, I think that's something that Cody brings so much skill set, like just, you know, living and breathing, breathing this since he was a little kid, you know, what he brings so much. And then I think, you know, I can kind of break down some of the fears for women in some regards of, like, well, how can we get out in the mountains and, you know, and get dirty and, and the food associated with that? Like, I think it's just a beautiful blend where, yeah, you're absolutely right. Just looking at, you know, we complement each other and, and that can open so many doors in the future. And we're looking at that. Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's so much fun. And like she said, yeah, with the running camps, having someone that's your significant other and teaching other people, I don't know, it was one of the most magical feelings you can yeah. have by, mm-hmm. by teaching others and just having a, a group. Yeah. It's, a, it's like yeah. A big, the most important like community aspect, I think. Um, and that's something I love about, you know, the fastest known, um, fastest known time is it's, it's such a cool way to, to build a community, even if we don't have races, um, you know, and just you know, some of my favorite places to run, I mean, national parks or just, you know, wild open spaces, you can't necessarily have a race there. So it's really cool. Um, and so speaking of that, do you guys have any, you know, projects uh, that you're working on? Like whether it's, you know, another crazy route, um, a fastest known time attempts, either to support one another individually or a, another team effort? Well, um, in November, I went after rim to rim to rim and I missed it by what, just shy of two and a half minutes. Oh, so that is a uh, to be continued. Um, not exactly, you know, your brand new project. I mean, that's such an old FKT, but just, it's definitely dangling there as far, you know, teasing me like, Oh man, that's so awesome. Just to be able to even have that chance or just have that dream to go and chase that FKT. Um, so that's, that's definitely to be continued. And how can I squeeze that into 2021? (laughs) And Cody, did you help support her for that? Yep, help support her on that one. Um, I'd like to see how fast I can go across there. I mean, what an iconic FKT, just kind of where it all began in a way. So I think that is a really cool one. Um, personally, I mean, there's so many mountains just within the backyard here that I want to explore more and just do more link-ups and, I mean, put some routes together. And, yeah, there's, I mean, 10 to 12 that are in my mind that are just – kind of within probably an hour to two hours from where we live and something we will probably do together and 
I, I don't know. I think just the aspect of getting out there and exploring it and trying to put something together. Um, the Idaho 12ers, there's always mm. that. That's one of my favorite ones. Um, but yeah. I think there's other ways to make it even faster. It's just yeah. different projects like that. But I think there's a, so there's a route, I'm not going to spoil Cody's secrets, Uh you know, but there's a route, like, or not a route, there's no route, but there's this lesser known, I mean, it's known, but like lesser, I guess, popular Mm -hmm. um, mountain range in central Idaho that it's just, it's a FKT waiting to happen. And I hope Cody actually just makes it. You know, actual like has a rec- recorded time and makes it an official FKT because I think that, that has potential to be the next Idaho Twelvers, and then so much room for customizing it and 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 seeing the process, like the fun process of an FKT of set the bar and then see who goes out there next and and dreams it up and puts the work in to learn the route and then perfect the route and then take, you know, oodles of time off of that mm-hmm. and just start that process and getting Idaho more on the map. Cause we have so much out there. So I hope Cody goes after that <laughs> or just make it official because we spend so much time out there and I know he's fantastic. <laughs> or we'll both go do it. Wow. <laughs> I love it. It's the teamwork. Um, and I mean, speaking of that, like, do you guys, so kind of, uh, I guess like a closing question is like, do you guys actually, when you're thinking of a season, do you, um, do you go after, I mean, your interests kind of lie in the same races, but do you kind of go after, um, like races that would support one another or like to the same ones? Like, do you schedule a race season with, you know, the other person in mind? Yeah, in a way, I mean, the past few years i guess we were really focused on the skyrunner world series so we were both we were traveling both doing the same races with some of the bigger ones 100k 100 mile type of efforts we're kind of staggering them a little bit so we can support each other mm-hmm. i know she probably would have loved mm-hmm. to go to bandera actually i know she would <laughs> and right, because you get there and you're just excited but yeah. she decided and she decided early on like i want to go and support you and go full on and pace you and everything and same with this come up this upcoming weekend. She's going to Black Canyon. I'll be there supporting her as best I can there as well. So yeah, I think I I think kind of in mind, but also we're totally fine with doing the same races. Um, Western States this year is going to be interesting because <laughs> I want her to pace me and she wants me to pace her. Well. <laughs> 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 Maybe you'll see each other out there. <laughs> I said, I hope I don't see you because that means that you're not having as great of a race, but at the same time, I'm chasing you. <laughs> <laughs> so watch out. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And I get, yeah, speaking of good luck um, this weekend, uh, I think well, so this, this episode will be published after, uh, after um, the Black Canyon. So uh, we'll see, like, we'll in the show notes, post, post uh, to see yeah. how you do best of luck yeah and cody what do you have coming up and anything new or are you just kind of training and just kind of training right now we'll kind of see i'm not exactly 100 percent sure um who knows maybe an fkt in early spring (laughs) and um yeah so i mean maybe in for this you know special valentine's day thing maybe you'll set a new tradition you can kind of go out for a you know for a a run with your with your partner on valentine's day to celebrate (laughs) Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks so much, guys, for, for being on. And uh, it was such a pleasure talking to you guys. And 
yes, you're inspiring, you know, all, all of us um, out there to have, you know, partners in, you know, double passion and what we, what we love to do and with the people that we love. So thanks so much. Thank you so Thank much you for having us. Always good to chat with you.